Hello everyone, before we get to the main episode, we are going to do our thank yous to all of our lovely, amazing patrons who help support us. Uh, to start, we're going to start with thanking our Neon Haze Clubbers. Thank you, Albert Halbert. Thank you, Gorham Palmer. Next, we'll thank our Shadows Regulars. Thank you for your support, Jamie and Sabino. Thank you for your support, Janice Libby. Thank you so for your support, Elizabeth Palmer. Uh, and finally, and last, but very much not least, thank you, Otto Hauser, for your support. And just a thank you to all of our patrons. As we've said before, your support of us helps us keep this podcast going. It's really because of you guys and your support to us that we get to do this and make these podcasts, and that means so much to all of us. It really does. Thank you. On to our regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to the D3 Podcast, where the rules are suggestions and the suggestions are rules. As always, I'm your faithful GM, Jacob. And as always with me, I have... Hi, I'm Ruby, and I play Lav. Hi, I'm Caleb, and I play Theo. Man, I'm, I'm, these, these normal intros are so refreshing. <laughs> I had to resist the urge to say, hi, I'm Theo, and I play Lav. So, like... <laughs> oh. Resist the urge or almost slipped up and said that by almost accident? Almost slipped up and said that by accident. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Uh. I was wondering why you were taking so slowly, and now I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we left off last mission with you guys. Uh, a big skull birthday cake being brought out to Jose. Uh, at some point during that night, Lavender slipped out and hung out with Robbie, and they watched cheap horror movies. They did a triple feature of Mutant Lumberjacks from Space 1, Mutant Lumberjacks from Space 2, Mutant Lumberjacks from Space 3, Triple Chop. And, uh... That... That... that I can't believe they kept going with that franchise after the twist was ruined in the first one. <laughs> Listen, the, the twist in, uh, literally, like, Friday the 13th, the twist is in the first movie... And they keep making new ones and just completely rewrite the canon of the first movie. Uh, that's a really good point. I prefer Tucker Tucker and Dale versus, versus evil. evil. That's that's a great movie. I think that's my favorite horror movie. It's a very good movie. It's just so funny. Why are these kids trying to kill themselves? Uh, Alan Tudyk's great in that. Uh, anyway, we're not doing the horror movie episode yet. Uh, at some point, uh, Jose and Fio also slipped out and went to hang out with the Charmers, who are all- Get drunk! Lav and, uh, Jose or the Charmers? The Charmers. Oh, yeah, they were- they- you guys showed up, like, a few hours late to your party. <laughs> and so they were just- they were just gone. Well, Danny and Diana were gone. Kunoko was happily drunk. You guys had some catching up to do. 
he did make you a uh, Greek lightning. Oh no, oh, what good. was it? Uh, to help you catch up since it was a special occasion and you helped him. Jose did make you uh, grandmother's cookies. Oh my god. Did Field get home that night? No. Isn't that illegal in like three states? It is. He did not. He ended up sleeping at... No, he made it home because he made it home with Kuniko, but somehow ended up still in their apartment. <laughs> he woke up on Kuniko and Robbie's couch, and Robbie woke up on Lav and Fio's couch. Yeah. Good. Good. And they pass each other in the hallway and for some reason feel ashamed of themselves. But no. Fio did walk down the next day and notice the apartment was completely void of any Halloween decorations. He's truly shocked. <laughs> truly and genuinely surprised. Like, he, he does not know how it happened. Yeah. It's the power of the gay! <laughs> All right, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'll take your word for it. Those gays love Halloween. I mean, this gay loves Halloween. <laughs> so much. Surprise, that doesn't mean all gays do. So much. All of my gays love Halloween. Your gays? As in your characters yeah, or your gays. friends? No, my friends. Okay. I don't know a single one of my queer friends who doesn't like Halloween. <laughs> all right, then. So it has been a couple days since the mission, though. Uh, Lav and Fio haven't been, like, giving each other silent treatments or anything, but there still is that kind of simmering tension. Like, they're just, like, not really talking as much as they usually do. They've been spending a bit more time in each of their rooms, in their rooms instead of in the living space. It's just kind of that uneasiness still hovering over the apartment. Do either you guys approach the other one at after a couple days? Uh... <laughs> Theo will if Lav doesn't. <laughs> I think Fio has to be the bigger man in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, it's very in line for Fio to do this. So I'm going to say Lavender is just in the kitchen sewing something mm-hmm. when he uh, comes out of his room. Yeah. He's going to go over. He's going to like lean against a wall. All cool like. And he's. Uh, if Lav still <laughs> had a he, crush like, on him. he like poking his head around the corner all sheepishly? No, he's like, he's like. You know, is he doing Jacob puppy eyes? Um, it's more like uh, when your dad is about to give you some sort of motivational talk after like something bad happened. He, he turns the chair around at the table and sits on it backwards. He like now leans listen, up here, against. Sport. He like leans up against the wall. He like um like he uh he he tucks his hands in together. Hey, uh, uh, in front of him. He's bored. Yeah. Can we uh talk for a yeah. minute? Hey, bud. Hey, champ. Scamp. Slugger. <laughs> Slugger's the. Uh... Pitcher. No, that. No, yeah, it sounded weird coming out of my mouth. Uh. <laughs> uh it's called uh, season one. Yeah, I know. Throwback. He's gonna go. Um. Hey. Laugh. Uh. I've. After our last hunt, I noticed that neither of us exactly felt great, and I'd like to talk through what happened, maybe try and understand each other so we can sort of put that behind us. The therapy is working. (laughs) It's working wonders. Therapy doesn't work. 
I haven't been going to it for years and finally started recovering from my PTSD thanks to therapy. It's just a coincidence that they started happening around the same time. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. (laughs) I just want everybody to know. That's true. When talking about mental health, it doesn't hurt to be extra crystal To make sure. To be extra crystal clear. Therapy is very good and important. Yeah. No, we, we all agree. Yeah. Agreed. Do you remember so, um, that super dry, boring uh, first therapy session we did at the end of season one? You're dry and boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jacob. Forgive me. I guess I will. <laughs> um, Laugh puts down what she's doing, and she turns to him, and I think she's quiet for a couple seconds. And then she just goes, why were you like that? Why have you been like that? You keep doing this thing where you're like, we must split up. Hmm. I'm more asking you about your feelings, Lavender. This is your therapy session. Uh, all right. I, I can go first, he says. Uh, I generally, as a person, I get more worried when other people are in trouble. And splitting up wouldn't put more people in trouble. Look at what happened when we last split up. That's That does factor into why I do get angry. I'm not going to lie to you and say it's frustrated when you fight back with me on that. Because when you suggested we split up, I did it right away. And it feels like you don't trust me in the way I've trusted you. We're going to have to do a lot of editing on this conversation. <laughs> Just pause it. Gonna... Ruby's really bad. Theo, of course I trust you. It's just, I don't trust other people. Does that make sense? The reason I want us to stick together is because I trust you. Because I know you. Because I know what you're going to do. And that way I can help you. Instead of going it on our own, where both of us could end up dying separately, I can at least help you. Yeah. I... I get that. By the way, Lav's hair is miraculously back to its purple. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah. Fio's been pink for, like... He's, he's pink, like, the day after. <laughs> yeah. There was no trace that he'd ever changed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was temporary dye. Yeah. Yeah, I... I understand. I just, I worry sometimes, and it feels like whenever I make a suggestion like that, you immediately go to a very angry place. And that kind of shuts you down a little bit. And I understand you're worried, and I understand you want to make sure I don't get hurt, and I'm very grateful and i want you to know that i don't want you to get hurt either yeah of course i i get that but feel you have a lot of people who depend on you you have people who you really need to look out for and you don't look out for yourself a lot that's what's got me mad is because i'm scared that you're going to end up looking after other people so badly that you're going to get hurt because you're not looking out for yourself. Does that make any sense? Yeah. 
and thank you. And I'm sorry that I seem to shut you out when it comes to that, but I don't want to be the one who has to explain what happened. Yeah, yeah, and you shouldn't have to be, and that shouldn't ever have to be a thing you do, and I'm... I'm sorry that I made you feel like I was rushing to cause that to happen. That must have been very concerning, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for snapping at you. It wasn't fair of me, and I know you didn't know what was going on. Does that make sense? Like, you didn't know... You didn't know what... You didn't know how how much that I care about you and you didn't know how how much that makes me want to make sure you care about you does that make any sense yeah and that was like i i admit i was wrong i shouldn't have been snappish but like we don't have a great track record when we split up (laughs) i mean didn't you like kill a guy last time yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, we both killed people last time we split up and almost died. You were in another dimension, bud. Yeah. Like, that could have gone... And, like, the reason we split up in that situation makes a lot of sense. But when it comes to things like he's either going to be there or he's not, I guess for me it just makes more sense to work together. I get that. I think... I think in the future we should be better about communicating about that kind of thing. Yeah. I- I explain our reasonings. Mm-hmm. For a hot second there, I thought you were just trying to <laughs> ignore a woman's opinion. I know you're not like that, but <laughs> instinctually. Kind of felt like you were just ignoring my opinion, you know? Mm. I- I'm sorry about that. Uh, I... Obviously never meant to make you feel that way. Same. Or do anything like that. Just, I think, and you can yell at me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of the times for you, Theo, you don't think about, and it's noble in some ways, but you don't think about how badly people would be affected if you got hurt. Because, like, I get hurt, and it's okay. I'm going to be hurt. My friends are upset. But I don't have people depending on me like you do. Or at least the way you want to. Does that make sense? Like, you take care of people. And you have people who you enjoy taking care of and are there to take care of. And you feel responsible for. And those people would really hurt if something happened to you. Yeah. She's trying not to literally be like, you have little siblings, shut the fuck up and listen. (laughs) Like, she's trying to be nice about it. Yeah. But pretty much that's her mentality is like, dude, you have family. Yeah. You're right. I'll try to be better about that. And I, I promise to be better on not shutting you out. Yeah. I'm sure you will be. So... No, Robbie, (laughs) like, so there's this awkward silence, and I just have to say this. Robbie bursts in wearing a, uh, 
What's a what's the baseball does team he, in the Boston? D- does he burst in? We've established does that Boston? Theo started locking the Boston. door. The Red Sox. <laughs> they just hear a thud. <laughs> they just hear a thud as he walks into the door. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not. I, it's true, you guys. Love, but I'm also not giving you guys this out. Yeah. How, how does yeah. this conversation end? Are you, are you kidding me? Jacob's not gonna bail it up. Um, feel like. Holds up his arms and he's like, you want one of these? Would one of these be good? Ooh, this is coming from a Ruby point of view. When Ruby has an awkward conversation, she hates being hugged because there's been too many times where her father has force hugged her in this giant squeezy bear hug and I'm just like crying and I don't need this. But Lav Lav goes in for the hug. Lav goes in for the hug. She hugs it out. Theo, as we've established, is a great hugger. It's true. We have established gives really that. Good, gives really good hugs. See you guys. Fia's hugs slap. They're really good. See you guys. You guys hug. Uh, out character, do either of the characters feel better? Uh, In the present moment, uh, Theo feels pretty shitty, but he we- will feel a lot better like in a couple hours. I feel like Lav feels a lot better. Okay, so. But she's going to feel concerned. In a couple hours. What? Well, because she's not sure if Theo understood what she said. Oh my god. Because he's been like this for years. And she can't have been the first person to tell him. <laughs> we just cut to Theo, like, like bleeding on top of, like, a dented car. Old habits die hard. <laughs> <laughs> I found out. I don't have a real laugh while listening to this podcast. I just screech. You do screech a lot. I was about to say, I, I, I'm glad you finally discovered it. I've known for a while, Ruby. Way ahead of you. So you guys hug it out. Yeah. And uh, do you guys leave the conversation feeling a little better about your yeah. relationship? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's that at least. Uh, I'm glad they, they, they chatted. Um, so, Theo. Uh, you head over to work. Which job? Uh, you head over to the Neon Haze. Oh, okay. The job that I, I think I work at less, but in terms of game exposure, I work at more. I mean, way more interesting things happen there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute. That is hilarious. The fact that way more interesting things happen at the nightclub than at, like, the supernatural research facility. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting in terms of characters and character that's, stuff. That's astoundingly funny, though. <laughs> uh, so you head over there. You enter. Uh, you see Jose is already there uh, organizing the bar and stuff. I bow to him. Leave. <laughs> is, is, that, is that what you want? You are the chosen one. I, I hate you and I hate everything you stand for. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ooh, how my, ooh, my aunt, my descendants are gonna feel that one, hated by the chosen one. No, what, no, what, no, fuck it. Yes, I am the chosen one. Bow to me, white boy. Yeah. I get to be the Whatever. chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> Fia's gonna say, say what you will about me. I am committed. He bows again. No, it actually feels pretty good. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I, I want the chosen one to feel good. You've got a, you've got a destiny and everything. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of which, since uh, you know, I'm really enjoying this side of things, I will be start making more money than you, even though we do the same well. job. Uh, what else? Because you know, I am the chosen one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I, I like. I feel like they just stare at each other like this, like <laughs> clearly, like who's going to call the other one's bluff first? Yeah. Uh, it's not good. God. <laughs> Uh, as you two are, like, staring at each other, suddenly, uh, Hadwin, uh, jumps onto the counter of the bar. Oh, Jesus! Oh, right, yeah. So Hadwin apparently has decided to stick around. Oh, you're gonna give me a heart attack, Hadwin. I am quite sorry. <sighs> yeah, uh, so he's sticking around. Well, I mean, he's gotta you're the chosen one. Exactly. Can't have the chosen one be going unprotected. See? He understands. <laughs> like, God, I'm not getting doubled up by a white guy and a cat. <laughs> it feels like, uh, it feels like a fucking Disney movie that kind of missed the mark. Uh, oh yeah. Oof. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, anyway, Hadwin's sticking around. He'll come and go sometimes. Apparently, do spirit stuff. Cool. Very cool. Uh, Hedwin instantly just walks across the bar and jumps down off the other side. Jose just kind of shakes his head. It's really weird that I, like, scratched that guy behind the ears. Apparently he still does enjoy that. Okay, I just, I'm just a little uncomfortable. Uh, made uncomfortable by it. Good. <laughs> Ooh, wow. This is, this is, this is, this is where we are? You're, you're happy I'm uncomfortable because of, because of the chosen one thing? Give me a little clap back? A little bit of the old clap back, Jose? He holds up his phone and you see about 12 <laughs> messages from Danny and Diana calling him the chosen one. <laughs> this is because of you. Yeah, you're right. I did unleash the hounds of war on you. You mean let slip the dogs of war? Look, look, Fio's not poetic. Let slip the dogs of war. I'm really tired. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he just puts his phone away. Well, I can't do too much of you yet. My abuela really wants you and Lav to come over at some point and thank Aww. you guys. Oh, I love your abuela. You know that. Yeah, I do. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> She'll make you guys food. So you need to eat. I Perfect. mean, she might not be wrong. God, that reminded me from that scene in, in Letterkenny. Are you saying my Aunt Nancy is stupid? I love your Aunt Nancy. She was very important to me, to my growth as a young man. I even call her my Aunt Nancy. Please tell her I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he just kind of nods and go, yeah. So you guys got to come down by at some point. I mean, of course. And I think at that point, you guys get to actually getting the club ready. Yeah. I'm assuming, unless there's more Fio talks about um i'm gonna say that when uh how like how genuinely uncomfortable is jose about the chosen one thing he clearly does not like it okay i, I think it would be too mean for fio to try to get the club goers to shout out chosen one it would it reminds <laughs> him of his birthday which he's always hated yeah what yeah, okay. would be perfectly in character though is for danny and diana to start that that's true. 
Mm. <laughs> that is that is very that is an And then Theo <laughs> grabbing both of them around the waist and double barrel arming them out of the club as they chant Chosen one! Chosen one! Chosen one! I'm Jacob. I'm not Jacob. I have, I have something I need to say to you. Um, I feel our services are no longer required. Ruby has these characters down pat. She can do this podcast on her own. <laughs> I really can't, though. Because I was going to say I would you do think it. I'm by that do- organized? I was going to say I would do that, except I don't want Jose to quit. Yeah, that's fair. He was like, I never come back. Never showing my face there <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Uh. So I think, I think... We see Theo think of the idea and then just kind of shake his head to himself. Yeah. Like, no, too, mean. too mean. Too too much, even for me. Yeah. I'll make sure to tell the two idiots that's too much. Yeah. No, Jose turns it into a drink. Maybe later. Yeah, maybe maybe when he has a little more distance. I think it's a bit of a too soon kind of moment right it's now. It's like only a couple <laughs> days after. Yeah, the wound's a little too fresh. He's still kind of processing the whole thing about fighting a necromancer who was summoning ghosts of children and now having a talking cat who's really a spirit of the dead. Law that's yeah. still getting processed. It's still percolating. Exactly. So after that, we cut over to Lavender. You are going to the Marduk Foundation to look something up. Yes. I have all of the bits of shattered crystal in a, in a little... Uh, plastic bag okay make it easier to identify yeah so what do you do exactly um so i check in and then i'm gonna go to leo yeah i'm gonna say that uh since you are now part of the neighborhood watch you can just uh, as long as you like check in you can just use the mardock foundation yeah okay uh you go up to leo he's uh sitting at a desk typing something i throw the the plastic bag of uh gems at him Roll me Dex plus athletics. <laughs> Just like a, you roll really high, it goes into his throat, and he chokes us. Starts choking on it. <laughs> he chokes to death. He's like, "Oh, hey, Le- oh! <laughs> uh That's two successes. Uh, where are you throwing it exactly? Just like next to him on the table. She's not trying to hit him or okay. anything. She's just it trying lands. to like gently toss it on the table. It lands next to him and kind of slides past him a bit on the desk. And he goes, what the? Oh, shit. I meant to throw you a sandwich. <laughs> Lavender? <laughs> yeah, hi. I was wondering if I could borrow one of your microscopes to look at those gems, but I meant to throw a sandwich there. What? Okay. Here, what? here's your sandwich. She very gently hands him a sandwich. <laughs> thank, thank you. Much, thank you. I always much, appreciate the lavender delivery service, but... <laughs> much sweeter, but barely less awkward <laughs> than just a sandwich landing in front of you. <laughs> He's like, why do you need my, one of my microscopes? I want to be able to identify these crystals, but I'm going to need to look at them close up to see if I can see any, like, types of striations and shit and how they broke apart. Maybe to help identify their crystalline structure. Sure. Uh, there's one right over there. Thank you. I'm very sorry. It's alright. It's a little, little shocking. You see her take a, uh, like, a milk bone out of her pocket and then just slide it on the ground by his feet. That Charlie isn't here today. <laughs> she just fucking slid a bone on the floor for no goddamn reason. She'll find it tomorrow. 
All right. Well, I appreciate that. It was it was for Charlie. Oh no, definitely. I'm not a racist. <laughs> would right. that be considered racist? Well, not not quite right. It would be kind of like like specious. It would be kind of kind of dick move, kind of kind of making fun of someone, but I wouldn't go as far as racist. Uh, I gotta say, Ruby. <laughs> All of these character choices you're making are delightful. <laughs> oh, I assumed you'd love them. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, so uh, she's going to try to figure out what the fuck this crystal is. Uh, roll me intelligence plus academics, I guess. Fuck yeah. That's one success. It is a purple crystal. You can tell it's natural. It's a natural formed crystal. And it just kind of shattered. It didn't shatter like glass. It shattered like a rock. Leo, how much do you know about geology? Very little. Do you know anybody who knows anything about geology? No, can't say I do. Shit. What? What's up with the crystal? Is it magic? Oh, it was used to summon ghosts. Okay, well, if it's magical, you can probably check to see the cases and other magical stuff that cases that had to do with crystals that's right the case file yeah. if it's magical you probably want to look at it from the magical front not what type of Lev- rock it is love goes to the magical front <laughs> jesus christ a delightful choice i love her choice uh, like maybe if i find out what type of rock it is it'll tell me something about it, it is- summoning ghosts <laughs> it is extremely endearing to me that both Lav and Fio are just dumb as rocks. Dumb as crystals, I think you mean. Oh, no, God. they're dumb as rocks. Eh? Crystals are more brittle. The... You can actually see through a crystal. They're dumb as rocks, and by God, Lav is going to find out what kind of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good one. <laughs> oh my God, that's our new t-shirt. <laughs> I'm glad no, you it, it won't make a good t-shirt. It's just a good quote. It will make a good t-shirt, but it's a great quote. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you kind of have to have, like, there's kind of a an, an explanation paywall that comes with that t-shirt. Uh, so, Lavender, you head to the back room with all the files on past uh, cases. You and Theo have used them before. Yeah. Roll me either intelligence plus composure or intelligence plus academics, whichever one is better for you. I got one success. Well, I was going to say, roll as many times so you reach five successes, and that'll determine how many hours it takes you. At least one. Or at least two, I guess. What if it takes, like, an entire 24 hours? (laughs) It won't. (laughs) Four. It took me four rolls. Okay. So you're there for a good four hours. (laughs) Oh, that's... Ooh. You you kind of do the rock. Lev's still embarrassed about the sandwich thing. She feels really bad throwing shit at Fio. He's so nice. At Leo. Leo. Fuck! Listen, Leo's not used to it. That's, that's been plaguing us this entire podcast. It has. We're just going to have to deal. <laughs> Leo, Leo's been dealing it with it a lot. Don't worry. Yeah, Fio throws sandwiches at him. Uh, The problem <laughs> is you Fio. start like just going through it chronologically before you realize you should look specifically for ghost-related ones. And then, once you do that- It's also on microfiche. (laughs) It's not. Damien decided it was a fun idea to try microfiche for a while, so it's all on microfiche. Any photos are. God. Um. Fuck Damien Mardock, for honesty. 
Uh, so it takes you a few hours, but you eventually find stuff about ghosts and you go through and you do find some stuff, actually. You find these are something that uh, the Marduk Foundation and other hunters have dubbed soul crystals. Uh, you find one that's described the same way. They apparently can harness the power of ghosts and other souls and then be used to boost the power of a necromancer. Mm. Um, apparently, uh, at one point, uh, Mr. Mardok, uh, Damien Mardok, Detective Malone, Sam Malone, and someone named uh, Marv. The woman, the myth, the, male- the malegend. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm giving up. I'm not going to try that again. And then you find out someone named Marv. Like, like it's Damien Mardok, Sam Malone, Marv, went and actually fought a cult that were using these soul gems. And, uh... Freaky. Yeah, apparently they studied and collected some of these. Do they look like the same gem? Uh, yeah, they're described. It's the same, like, purple gem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were used to harness, uh, like, energy and power from ghosts and recently dead souls. Is there, like, a magical contraband place to turn this into? You don't know, but you can, a- you can ask Jethro. I think she's gonna- she's gonna knock on Jethro's door. Uh, yes, come in. Is there, like, a- a magical contraband room or something? Because I got some of these freaky purple crystals that are ghost batteries, and, uh, I don't think they should be anywhere. Oh, um, so you, you found a soul gem? Yeah. Or soul crystals? We've... I don't remember what they called them. I think they called them crystals. Yeah. The soul gem is from Skyrim. Well, we can put them in the... <laughs> and we're not gonna fight Bethesda on a coffee, right? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I believe the other ones that, uh... Damien, Sam, and Marv collected is in the vault. Can I put these in the vault, please? Yeah, uh, come with me. He goes, and he actually takes you to a, uh, back room that you actually haven't been to before. It's actually behind a locked door. Uh, inside you see a couple of just, like, metal file and cabinets and a rug. And he flips back the rug, and you see a safe, like, like, you don't, you don't see a safe. You see, like, a trap door that looks like the door to, like, a safe or something. Like, it's a large metal trap door. Does it have one of those spinny wheels on it? It does not have a spinny wheel on it. Aww. But it does... That would be awkward to hide under a rug. That's what I was thinking. Uh, it does, you notice, have uh, two different key slots and a... Like, combination lock. You see Jethro uses two different keys to unlock it and uh, undoes the other lock before... Lav hides her face so she doesn't see the combination. <laughs> uh, and then he slowly creaks it open and it, it it opens up. And you see actually two stale stairs going downstairs. Mm. Into, like... Two stairs going downstairs. So, like, like a dog-sized set of stairs and a normal set of sides of no stairs. it's one set of stairs <laughs> oh i got really excited thinking damien made a set of stairs for his dog no no for bucket for bucket bucket doesn't go into bucket. the vault yeah, you're right what need has bucket of the vault uh damien's need and you go down and you see actually goes to like a sub basement pure concrete 
vault beneath. Ooh, snazzy. Uh, and you see there are a couple of different things laying across the uh, these shelves that are built in, each in their own little, like, cubby space. You see there's an old book there. You see there's, hmm, oh, man, I should have thought of stuff to put in this vault. You can make it a collaborative experience and we each throw stuff in there. True, true. Uh, you see a, like, old book sitting somewhere. Uh, where, where are some other things? Um, I think there's, like, like an old animal skull, but, like, no matter how hard you try, you can't recognize what type of animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There is a full-sized Egyptian ferry boat made out of snakeskin. Fuck. It, it takes up, like, the whole back of the vault. Yeah. This thing. Uh, you do see, like, a carved out of some sort of dark wood, uh, owl with gem eyes. And I feel like there's also, like, a rug on the ground that's made of some sort of, like, hodgepodge skin. It's not on the I ground. F- <laughs> yeah, it's rolled up. It's it's rolled up and in, in laid across one of these little, like, cubby spaces. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a... A ship in in a bottle, but there's like an ocean in that bottle that's actually like moving. Incredible. Yeah. And and there's like little people on the ship. It's. I'm now just thinking of the scene from Men in Black. <laughs> there's also a exact copy of the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like exactly. It's it's a carbon copy. Absolutely. You also see an Oscar down there. <laughs> Uh, and Jethro walks you down, and you see, uh, in one of them, you see, uh, like, exact replica, looks exactly like that soul crystal you saw, but this one is whole, and has this faint kind of pulsing to it. Doesn't that mean that there's a ghost trapped in it? It does mean there's some sort of energy trapped in it. We've had it for years and have yet to figure out how to release it. Have you smashed it? Well, we're afraid if we smash it, if there is any sort of ghost in there, they will be lost. Smart. Uh, can I see the one that you found? Yep. She pulls out the plastic baggie. Okay. He he takes it. He actually goes to a little bin, takes out a little, like, felt-like pouch, pours the contents into that, ties it up, and puts it next to the uh, whole soul crystal, the one that's whole. Well, uh, this shouldn't bother anyone anymore. Thank you for bringing Good to it. Know. Why is the Ark of the Covenant in here? Oh, Damien thought it would be funny. <laughs> What's it's a in fake it? out. It's a fake out. He's just like, maybe they'll take that instead of the actual valuable stuff. Does Lav say what's in it? <laughs> yeah. He walks over and uh, he opens it and you see a little bit of like mist come out of it. And he reaches his- Is it just filled to the brim with nerd's rope? He reaches his hand in and he pulls out a frosted over uh, can of beer. It's a little bit of dry ice ah, and cold drinks. That's pretty great. You have a fun boss. Yeah, I'd say so. He definitely uh, has more money than he knows what to do with. He's, that's not good. Well, he spends a lot of money on this and a lot of money helping people, and yet he still has some left over. Capitalism. Mm-hmm. Also, that owl there, he points to it, does nothing either. He just bought it at- Did he buy it at a garage sale? He bought it when he took a trip to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> and the snakeskin boat? No, that's real. Oh, okay. Let's let's go before it eats us, because that's fucking terrifying. Ugh, snakes. Won't eat you, but uh, nothing good can come of it. 
fucking hate snakes. Do you really now? I heard Jacob saying that. That wasn't... No, it was Jethro. That, that was Jethro? Because that sounded a lot like Jacob being like, ah! No, no, that was Jethro. See? See? My characters don't love everything I like. I like snakes! Sarah comes slithering out of his shirt. No, oh, no, 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 you, no she doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I'm not scared of Sarah because she's she's actually clicky clacky. But uh, real life snakes, I don't like seeing them in the wild. It's terrifying. Understandable. I mean, at least we don't have any poisonous ones. <laughs> we are uh, lucky here with that. Uh, I'm g- and as you guys are leaving, you see him close the vault and roll the rug back over it. By the way, I don't care if if secretly, if secretly I've I've before said Lav loves snakes. She lied. She genuinely hates them. She's terrified of them. She doesn't mind them if they're in a cage, but she also knows that they're very good at getting out of cages. So she does not ever want to be in a room with one for too long, except for Sarah because she's actually clicky clacky, and clicky clackies aren't gonna bite you. Hang on, I gotta make some quick notes for a future session. I hope your note is have Sarah bite Lav. <laughs> Wait, please no. Hey, I got a second note real quick. (laughs) No, uh, so, Drethro, uh, after locking the door to this room, turns to you and goes, well, if there's anything else you think might be dangerous, uh, you can bring it here and we can look at it and deem whether it belongs in the vault or not. I actually do have a question about this. Um, so, uh, she sort of looks at, um, him and is like... What, what are we going to do with all the animals? Do we have a place to put them? He kind of lets out a sigh. Kind of not exactly yet. We have a couple of different leads on them. Because I know Stanley can watch some of them, but... Yeah, no, there's. it's not a thing that will work for anymore. Especially ones who need particular environments not to be dangerous. Maybe, maybe Mr. Moderate. It could have been such a simple mistake. It could have been and so easy. You just, you just, could have you been just kept, so simple. You just kept going with it. Your mouth I, was like, nope, I'm not ready to let go of this one yet. Yep, yep. I've been working on that. I'm doing it less in public, which is nice. Um, <laughs> God help me. So, uh, well, maybe Mr. Moderate could buy some land in New Hampshire. We we have thought about that. He is currently looking at a couple locations. Uh, we know there. We know a werewolf den that's out in Western Massachusetts that might be able to. We know one or two people in the city who uh, might have a place either out west or more down south that they might be able to use for them. Uh, we don't have a plan right now, but we have a couple. You know, different lines. And waiting to see which one works. I'll probably be able to help with any canids we have. I'm really good with dogs, but I I do worry a little bit. No, that's completely understandable. Don't worry, we have a couple ideas and we'll be able to find one eventually. I mean, for fuck's sakes, we're going to have a unicorn at some point. So I heard. Though that one might be able to stay up at Stanley's. I mean, who doesn't want a unicorn? Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, don't you don't need to worry. When the time comes, we'll have a place. All right, thank you. Of course. Here's some cookies. Oh, uh, thank you. You didn't, you didn't, no, never mind. Hey. Make sure to drop some off to Moose. Oh, I'll make sure he gets some. You know, if you have a chance, I don't want to be a burden. I'm going to go. Bye. Thank you. Have have a good day. <laughs> Lav has issues. With food? With people. She's 
like very deeply awkward. She's deeply awkward. Actually, it's one of my favorite things in the world to play awkward pretty people. <laughs> Is it really? I love doing it. Because, like, Nakir was an awkward pretty person. Alex was not an awkward pretty person. He was just a big dork. But he was still pretty and still ended up in awkward situations, even if he had very little perception of awkward. Um, <laughs> I think I still love when <laughs> when he was, like, to Daniel, when Daniel was dating his mom, he was like, I promise I won't be weird. And then the next morning he asked some bizarre question and Daniel was like, come on, man, you promised. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Did he go like, so when's the wedding? Yeah, yeah, that was it. He was like, come on, man, you promised. Anyways. I feel bad for Daniel being the only normal person anyway, in the family. Anyway, because we can't keep talking about a camp other campaign. Uh, so you head out of the Marduk Foundation, and uh, a couple days pass, and you guys have a neighborhood watch meeting. Guessing both of you guys show up. Mm-hmm. Lavender brought a new experiment. I'm joking. Theo comes. (laughs) I, I, two, two very different things were being said at the same time. What did you say, Ruby? Lav brings a new experiment. Okay. Uh, she brings in maple candy she made herself because her dads took her on a very brief trip to Vermont to buy real maple syrup. Oh, incredible. Uh, it's a classic family road trip. We do it every year. We always buy way too much. And so this year, I decided to try to make maple toffee candy stuff. It's very sticky. I mean, it's candy. It's good. Laugh's like beaming. This is uh, Kim, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you look around and everyone's there except for John isn't there at this meeting. Uh, level text John. <laughs> Even before the meeting starts. Yeah. <laughs> Theo's practically choking on how many of these candies he has in his mouth. We just see it. No, he is choking. Lev, he like goes to take another one while he has too many in his mouth and Lev just slaps his hand. No, we, yeah. it, it does the thing where we're on like Lavender calling and in the background we just see <laughs> Theo start to choke and uh, Victor have to- go to try to help. <laughs> Victor have to come up and give him the Heimlich. Go Vic. <laughs> Uh, so you call, so you text John. What do you text John? Um, I text John, hey, Slenderman, where are you? What? Why Slenderman? Because you're tall and pale. I guess that's fair. Sorry, uh, I can't make it. Why? I, I have to do some studying. You still behind? What happened with midterms? Um, I, I might have slept through my alarm and missed them, so I'm now studying for the redo. <gasps> you failed your I, I did not fail them. I simply missed them, and my teacher let, is letting me make them up this weekend. Is this my fault? No, of course not. C- can I roll that? Uh, I'm gonna roll. No, because this is text. Oh. Like, you don't. Yep. He's gotcha. Like, you don't really have any she's ways going to, to tell. She's she, Okay, then she's looking at it, and she thinks he's lying. Okay. You sit right this. there and study. I will text you in about three hours. What? Why? No, I need focus. Yeah, focus for three hours. Sure. Don't worry, I won't take more than 15 minutes of your time. Uh, we'll just, just, we'll talk once the meeting's over. All right, bye. Bye? We, 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 we zoom out on the camera. We see just candies everywhere. No. Yeah, Theo's just like breathing heavily over the sink. Shafiq goes, so... 
good news, we have been able to uh, figure out two of the other organizations that were on the boat that day. Awesome. We know. Nice. Yes, we know there were members from the Modern Marvel's Den, uh, which it works uh, out of. It is pretty much Davidson Inc. Oh. And the other one is a group called the Boardroom Haunts, which is a crew of Sin Eaters within the city. Okay. And those are the two names. Gotcha. So it's unlikely that either of them set the explosive, given that they were on the boat, supposedly trying to buy something, but that they are two names that we may want to look into at some point. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much the only information they have. Any new sightings? Unfortunately, no. None yet. Um, I think, by the way, Lav is texting Leo. (laughs) Hey, can your mom tell us what they were there to buy at the boat? What boat? You know, the exploding boat full of animals? Oh, right, that boat. What do you mean she was there to buy? Well, apparently there were people from the Modern Marvels. Oh. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, I can ask. Uh, check around with them, make sure they weren't buying animals or anything. Thank you. No promises they'll tell me what they did buy. I'm not part of the... I did not leave uh, Modern Marvels on the best of terms, so, you know. You don't think your dad could sweet talk your mom into telling? Please, you think my dad could get my mom to tell him anything? But I should be able to mention the animals thing. And she'll probably get in contact with someone at the Mardok Foundation about it. Awesome. Her people will talk to Damien's people. Isn't it always that way? It is when you deal with, you're dealing with the Barak of not only a werewolf den, but also a werewolf den that's also a corporation. And yeah, uh, no new sightings from anyone else at the table. Bummer. Uh, yeah, and that's, unless there's more you guys want to talk with, that's the end of the meeting. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything. Cool. All the maple candies, by the way, are gone. Perfect. Yeah. Lav succeeded. Oh, you can't see a scarf them down. You know, some of them may be in Kim's, uh, bag. Hey, if Good. she likes them that much. Good for Kim. Okay, so after the meeting, Lav rushes home. <laughs> okay. She puts together... Kim, Kim, I think, does those. Hey, um, actually ask, can I take some of those home? Yeah, of course. Cool. My boyfriend loves maple-flavored anything. You have a boyfriend? Yes. What's his name? Why is... If you're cool with, you know, mentioning that. Why, why, why does it matter? I just, I just like getting to know people. Oh, Theo texts Diane. How long have you DJ two been Kimmy together? Kim has a boyfriend. <laughs> uh, wait, what did? Sorry, sorry. What did Lav ask? So, what's his name? How long have you two been together? Oh, well, um, damn it, need to come up with a name now. Bitch. Yeah, for, yeah this character is a person in this world Clarence. now, Jacob. His name is Clarence. This isn't just a bit of character name development. Name him after our plant. We have a bamboo named Clarence, and then we have a bunch of other littler stocks of bamboo. I'm calling the Aaronses, and they I each get their I own name be, I think when they get put after, into their own pot. I think you should be named after your original plant. DJ Kimmy Kim is dating Romulus. No, don't remind me of Romulus. I might cry. Oh, no. Caleb Romulus came to me in a very tough time. His name is... And then I immediately killed it. His name is Franklin. We've been dating for, I don't know, coming up on like three years or something. Shit, that's long. Nah. 
Well, if he likes maple stuff, I have a killer maple muffin recipe. Well, uh, you should send it my way. And it is the season to go to Vermont! Well, send it my way. Maybe I'll make them for him for his birthday or something. Lab immediately texts it to her. Cool. And she also texts she also texts the uh, the uh, maple um, frosting glaze. Cool. It's a bit of a frosting. It's a bit of a glaze. She came up with it by accident. Cool. I will probably mess these up incredibly, but good to have. Honestly, muffins are one of the easiest things. You really can't fuck them up. Oh, oh, you've not seen my cooking. Don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. I mean, you again haven't seen my cooking, but I, I, I appreciate the vote of confidence. I believe in you. How does, Thank how you. does Diana react to the hot goss? Uh, you just get, first you get back, uh, just a bunch of, uh, letters. Oh yeah, like a keyboard smash. Wait, hold up. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, sure, Diana's straight. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, that's a gay thing, Jacob. I mean, straight people can do it too. But they don't. Who knows? Jacob, I promise you. It's a gay thing. Sure. Don't appropriate my culture like that. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then she texts back, well, I mean, I wasn't planning on actually going after her, so I'm, I'm glad she's happy. She's at home crying with Danny, eating yeah, ice cream. Fio just turns off his, he doesn't turn off his phone, but he doesn't respond. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, do you guys do anything else before you leave? the meeting for the day nah uh lav lav rushes home quickly throws together like the supplies for three separate crock pot meals that can feed like three or four people just, i just want to take a moment for Theo at home to be like wait god damn it that was our only crock pot Fuck. the boy will starve to death i promise you that god guess i gotta buy a fucking crock pot now <laughs> so um <laughs> Lav then um, loads that up. Does John drink coffee? Uh, yeah, he drinks coffee, I'll say. She's gonna grab a jar of instant coffee. Does he drink it black or with sugar or with milk? Uh, with, with both. both. Okay, she's gonna grab those at the grocery store real quick. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to, she's also going to get some sort of candy she knows he likes. Okay. Uh, and then she's gonna drive to his place and then call him. Yeah. Your support team has arrived. What? Um, I have a delivery. What? What are you talking about, Lav? Just come down and get me. Uh, oh, okay. Wait a little bit. He comes out. He's wearing like pajama pants and a t-shirt. All right, let's go up. <laughs> sure, sure. Wait, what? What's happening? So I brought you a crock pot with enough meals to last you the rest of the week. You brought me a whole and crock I brought pot? you coffee and I brought you milk and sugar so you can have your coffee. But don't worry, you can lend me the crock pot back when we're when you're done. Where am I'll I go, use it then. Where am I going to keep the crock pot? You can just put it on your dorm floor. Okay. Uh, here, I'll set you up. You go back to studying. I also got you these. She shoves whatever candy it is to his chest. Thank, thank you. Motivational. Only eat them once you've hit a, a goal marker. I, I, I don't... Oh, okay. I, I appreciate all this. It's not necessary. We have a dining hall. Uh, this is all my fault. It is very necessary. It's, it's not your fault, Lav. What are yes, you talking about? Yes, it is. About? No, not at all. Now, can I roll? Yes. 
Wits plus empathy. One success. Hang on, let me roll for him, actually. Yeah, he does, he's not blaming you at all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think it's- But Lav is. Yeah, no, no, it's, uh, he doesn't feel like it's Lav's fault at all. Like, he just overslept. So, Lav is going to look him in the eyes, and she's just gonna be like, this is what friends do, okay? It seems like a lot. I mean, I don't, I don't, don't even know how to use a crockpot. You just turn it on. Huh. Well, I guess that's easy enough. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'll set you up. She'll set up his first crockpot meal. Uh, This is, this is too much, Lav. Uh, no, it's not. I guess it's not. If I say it's not, it's not too much. It's only too much if, it's only too much if I say it's too much, because it's me doing the work. I mean, that's, that's dirty logic, I guess. Dirty logic? Sturdy. Dirty logic. How is it dirty? Sturdy. There's nothing kinky about this. Sturdy. (laughs) Hi, my name is Ruby. I have great ears. They work. I promise. I promise they work. (laughs) Are you sure? Are you sure Fio won't be needing this? No, of course he won't. He <laughs> saw me leave with it. He said it was fine. Come back to Fio. God fucking damn it. What do you mean you can't get Crockbox in one day delivery? What do you mean two to five business days? I need it for tonight. Now, you take care of yourself, and if there's any errands you need run, just ask. I, I will. John, you're literally my only friend in the world who isn't an artist. Really? I didn't know Fio was I mean, an artist. I mean, Fio's kind of an artist. Have you looked at him? I, I mean, yeah, that's fair. You might. But one of my friends needs to be successful, and I picked you. I'm honored. I'm joking. It's okay. I'm sorry. Just, just have fun studying. Bye. All right. Well, thank you again for every th- all of this. Ah, eh, don't worry. It's what friends are for. And then she's like scooting out before she accidentally says, "Bye, love you." Christ. So, uh, Lav, you get home and feels just sitting on the table looking at all these ingredients. Yeah, he's got his, like, head in his hands. His hair is all ruffled. What's going on? You see a cork board with pieces of red string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, please tell me he, he he turned it down. What are you talking about? The, the crock pot. He didn't want it. It was too much. No, he's using it right now. I set it up for him. God. Damn it! <laughs> Theo, do you not know how to cook without a crockpot? No. These were. This was a clearly a crockpot meal, Lev. Lev looks at it and she's just like, you can make this in a pot. You don't understand. Theo. Lev, Lev is making Buzz dinner. Tasty told me this was an easy, simple <laughs> crockpot meal. God. One of eight. Uh... When she's in just a pot, is he just, he don't understand, going yeah. out for dinner? Yeah. I've, I've, I've saved up some money. I'm going out for dinner. If you at least let me buy you Chinese. I would appreciate that a lot. Jeez <laughs> Louise, you let me take the crock pot. I know. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at myself. Do you, do you want me to go to my dad's and borrow theirs? No, it's okay. It'll be fine. I would like to say out of character, if you did call Lab Dickar dads, they would tell her they are using theirs right now. <laughs> I mean, Lab would assume. It's just a crockpot type of night. Apparently. Oh my god. That could go on t-shirts. Just a crockpot type of night. Yeah, exactly. So you guys order Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, eat that while 
Theo puts all his chili ingredients away. Yeah. God. He cut to a couple of days later. Lavender, you get a call from Leo. Nice. <laughs> hey. Doesn't answer it. <laughs> Just <laughs> nice. Yeah, she picks it up. Huh. <laughs> hey, uh, Lav. Uh, you mentioned yeah. you wanted to find someone who can talk to dogs, right? Yeah. Okay. For the for the pound. Yeah, cool. So I'm busy, but I know someone else who can. Really? Yeah, he's another werewolf uh, from Cambridge. Oh, nice. Yeah, he he loves animals, can talk to animals. Just just let me give you his number. He already said he'd be happy to help. He just needs to know when and where. Of course. Uh, Lev invites him to the... She was actually planning on going to the pound today. Mm-hmm. So she's going to invite him to the shelter with her. All right. Uh, his name is Max. Sounds good. You get to the shelter. Uh, you're there for a little bit when you see just a very plain, unassuming car pull up. And uh, out of it just comes like the most unassuming person you can imagine. He's just like average height, average brown hair. Hmm, maybe the guy's here to buy a dog. Just normal. I hope he's here to buy a dog. God, that would help me. Normal button down and khakis. Well, no, actually button down and jeans. Mm. Uh, he comes up and goes, oh, uh, hi, are you Lavender? Yes, hi. Are you, are you Max? I am. Nice to meet you. Hi, Max. It's nice to meet you. Lav shakes his hand vigorously. He'll shake her hand. So, you can talk to dogs. I can. Fantastic. We have some real trouble cases, and I just can't figure out what to do for them. Uh, lead the way. And if there's anything I can do to reimburse you for your time, she says as she's leading the way. No, it's no trouble at all. I, I love animals. I mean, even then. we. I, I, I want to make sure that that I'm I'm not wasting your time. So she's going to bring them up. There's a female dog who's clearly had a couple litters of puppies, but she, she Lav is like, okay, so she came to us. She was um, found on the street in an upper class neighborhood of Boston and that people were freaking out because she's a pit, um, but she didn't bite. She's just been very, very, very shy. And I've been trying my best to get her out of her shell a little bit, but she really doesn't even want to leave her cage. And I, um, we know she didn't have any puppies when we got her because she wasn't lactating, but we do know she's had puppies in the past. Um, and I tried putting her in with a younger dog, but she seemed to get a little, um, agitated. So we keep her separate from the other dogs, but I try to take her out whenever I can. It's just, it's hard to get her out. Mm -hmm. And she's very, very shy. She usually backs into the corner. All right. Uh... Uh, you see you guys approach the little cage kennel area with her in it. Uh, and as you open it, she does back into the corner. And, uh, you see Max, he just crouches down, holds out his hand, and goes, Hey, hey there. Uh, don't worry, I'm not here to hurt you. And she kind of tilts her head and looks at him. Yeah, yeah, I can. I'm just here to help, just like everyone else. Yeah, don't worry, I know they're scary. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, baby! Uh, these are good people. They they won't they won't do anything to you. Not like the other humans. Now I understand. It makes sense you're a little afraid. Now I got I got something for you, though. It's a little uh olive branch. Uh it's a treat. It's not an actual branch. <laughs> he takes out a little uh dog treat and uh holds out and she slowly approaches and she kinda takes in Backs away a little bit again, but not all the way to the corner. Is there anything you want? Anything we can do help? Okay. 
yeah, I, I can ask. Uh, he looks at you. Do you guys happen to have an extra blanket? Um, Lav goes into like the closet nearby and she pulls out like they had like this program with an elementary school where all the kids made blankets for the dogs. Oh, incredible. And so she already has one in her, her cage, but it's it's because uh, all the dogs do have yeah. one blanket. But if she wants an extra love, grabs this like blanket covered in rainbow paws and then um, hands it to her. Okay. Uh, Max takes it and he just kind of tucks her in, wraps her around her, and she seems to instantly calm down and relax. Is that better? Yeah, I'm glad it is. He scratches her behind the ears. He, he stands up and goes, she was, uh, she was just kind of feeling uncomfortable, a little exposed, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. She apparently used to be out of home, and the family there would do this for her every night. So Tuck her in? He nods. Okay, okay, tucking her in. Got it. Lav writes that down. She walks him over to um, the next one, which is the oldest, meanest, most tooth-missing chihuahua you've ever seen. Uh, you walk up and immediately starts, like, barking at you. Yeah. Just yapping. Uh, this here is um, Hannibal. Uh, we call him that because one of the handlers said he almost ate him. Ah. Uh. Little aggressive, likes running around, but doesn't really like being handled at all. Um, loves food. Um, the reason he hasn't been put down was because he's actually never bit anyone. He just grabs onto clothes and pulls. And, you know, this. With all the yipping. Well, let's see what I can do. Hey there, Hannibal. Hannibal, Hannibal, hey, 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 you're not the one in charge here. You're not the one in charge. No, you're not the one in charge. Look at me. (laughs) You're not the one in charge here. If you want anything extra, anything at all, you need to calm down and stop this. And and the chihuahua stops. Kind of, kind of backs away. Now, good. Now, why do you keep pulling on people's clothes? But if you want attention, why are you barking? Okay, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> can't have attention and be alpha and tell them to go away. You got to choose one and look at me. Look how I can, uh, I'm taller. I can reach down and stand back up. You're not going to be the alpha one here. <laughs> I'm tall. I have opposable thumbs. The, the troll kind of begrudgingly seems to calm down. You should be all right for at least, you know, a few days. No promises after that. If you... I have an idea. Mm-hmm. If you're up for telling him this. What would? What's that? If you tell him if he behaves really nicely and doesn't bite or pull it fabric, I might be able to get him a nice sweet old lady who will take care of him and give him tons of treats. I'll tell him. Well. But he has to be good. If you are good and you calm down, might be able to find you a nice old lady who... We'll give you all of the treats you want. Go run and go roll animal Ken for him. Traw seems to like sit down and lay down and look up at you guys. I think he's on board. Chihuahuas are always like that. They do great with the little old ladies. Uh, do you have any more? Um. You don't have to. I have two more cases. Are you prepared? Sure. So the the middling case is just a, a, a Labrador who gets way too excited and pulls really hard on the leash. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter what Lav has tried, he's literally, like, pulled himself to the point where he, he had to have a tube put in because he collapsed his windpipe. Damn. A very excitable dog. Yeah. Um, but the last one is 
a puppy just hitting that awkward stage Mm -hmm. where they have a little bit too long limbs, big, super fluffy coat, kind of looks like a golden retriever collie, possible pit, some sort of hound mix. He's a real mutt. And he's uh, this sort of like warm chocolatey brown with a white sort of spot on his chest. Um, And he has one very floppy ear and one straight up ear. Oh, incredible. Uh, I'm a sucker for the one floppy ear. I know you are. Um, and Lav, uh, Lav, uh, walks, walks up and he's like, okay, see this guy? He's the fucking cutest thing in the world. Everyone fucking loves him. There's just one issue. Mm-hmm. When he gets very excited, he thinks it's a good idea to literally climb people. I've seen this dog climb a six foot four handler. He just jumps up on you and keeps going till he's on your shoulder. And it's adorable for a trick dog on command. But he's doing it to like kids. He's ridden a few toddlers down to the ground. Mm. He's very sweet otherwise, but it's just sometimes I'll be talking to someone. He meets another dog he gets very excited about. And then he'll just run up to my shoulder. That's impressive. Yeah. I've never heard of a dog doing that. Dogs can't actually do that. Can or can't? They can. I've never heard of a dog doing that. It's a trick dog thing where they'll what they'll do is they'll climb up and then they'll balance themselves on your shoulder blades. But I thought it'd be hilarious if there's just a puppy who naturally does it. No, that it's great. It's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Ooh, this might be a tough one. Hey there. Hey there, buddy. Um, I heard you get very excited around people. Yeah, yeah, no, people are great. They're pretty great, I agree. Now, um, I hear you like to climb on them. Okay, well, that's a very sweet reason. I get that. But you gotta be careful. See, sometimes people can't hold you up. Okay, okay. From now on, from now on, instead of climbing up on them, why don't you sit? You know how to sit, right? You sit. And most of the time, people- I I assume you know how to sit right. His butt just slams into the ground. Yes, exactly. And his like his tail's wagging so fucking hard, it's not staying in the same spot. No, it's moving like his but whole it's moving his whole body. That's right. That's right. Well, if you sit like that, people will usually lean down. Uh-huh. See like this, and he'll lean down, and dog will instantly just start licking his face and licking his ear. Mm-hmm. No, that's a that's a good boy. See, that's how you do it. If you climb up on people, they might get hurt. And you don't want to see anyone hurt, right? No, of course you don't. All right. Can you promise you not to climb anymore? Okay. Promise? Okay, I'm, I'm trusting you here. Uh, he stands back up. I think he understands. Okay. He's he's such a sweet boy. We, we know he's going to find a great home, but... Mm-hmm. He apparently... That was the one tick. Apparently he wanted to climb up. So he could give them kisses and tell the people how much he loves them in their ear. Oh, you're such a sweet little boy, she says, giving him face scrunches. Okay, he instantly starts licking your ear and your face. Yeah, I can't understand you, but you're a sweetie nonetheless. Told him uh, if he just sits, most people will bend down and he can lick them that way. Yeah, that wagging tail helps a ton. He, 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 you, you're petting him and he just falls over. His tail wags so much he loses balance and falls. (laughs) 
We've reached a whale call moment. <laughs> Ruby's communicating with the mothership. Um, is there is there anything else you need, or are these the problem cases for now? Uh, these are the problem cases for now, and thank you so much. And, you know, if you want to just ask them a couple questions, each of the dogs, and if there's anything we can do to help them, that any dog works. We want to do the best we can for these animals. Of course. Of course. Uh, I'll do best I can. Feel free to call me anytime. And don't worry, it's not a hassle at all. I love animals. I've rescued a few um, so anything I can do will help. Thank you so much. You're you're going to be invaluable. Of course. I've, uh, you know, I have a couple of dogs of my own back at home, so. Oh, what type? Well, they're technically wolves, but, uh. Werewolves or normal wolves? No, just wolves. How, how'd you happen upon some wolves? They were, there was a, back a while ago, Leo and some of the other underdogs, uh, went and found some people who were smuggling in animals, and uh, they need a place to put some of them, and so I took a few. They must have a lot of energy. They do. Uh, I've, I've, I have found ways to keep them busy in the backyard. That's good. You must have quite the yard. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's larger than most, but nothing ridiculous. Well, I'm really glad that you're taking care of them. You know, wolves have a lot of trouble with rescues because, you know, you never know their history. Yeah. Well, I mean, being able to talk to them tends to help. Yeah. I would assume. I would assume. That's our biggest hold up here, as you can see. Yeah, of course. Uh, so like I said, feel free to call me at any time. Will do. Leo, Leo spoke very highly of you, so trust you're doing Leo good work here. He spoke very highly of you. Really? Well, he spoke of you, and that's highly uh, for Leo. Yeah, that sounds like Leo. That, I that can't, mutt. But I, I promise Leo's much nicer to me than I deserve. I'm sure that's not true. Leo has pretty high standards. Trust me, I've known him for a while now. I'm not going to make the comment that I was going to, but I was going to say, are you sure I've met Julian? Like, I've known Leo for a while now, so it's it's getting his, uh, getting him to, um, speak highly of you is pretty pretty big task i i, I laugh just sort of blushes to be fair it's easier he, he's a bit more uh social now than he was when i first met him that's good that's that's maturity yeah well i mean to be fair i met him when he was 16 so Ooh, a baby how old is he now i can't tell if he's 21 or 30 he's about uh 24 25 okay so not insanely older than i am he's married what the Fuck! Oh, yes. Alice, Alice, lovely. I don't remember if I've met her yet. Oh, you probably will remember if you have. Hopefully. Well, thank you so much for coming. Um, I will take care of running, whoever needs running right now. Um, of course. But really, I will definitely ask for your help again. It's really good to figure out what's going on with some of these tougher cases. Of course. Uh, it's a pleasure meeting you. Let me know anytime. He holds out his hand. Love shakes it. Uh, he nods and he gets back into his car and drives off. Uh, yeah, so you now have met Max. He's apparently a werewolf from Cambridge, right across the river. Cool to- good to know. So is there anything else you guys have planned before I go into this last little scene? I got nothing. Ruby? Nope. All right, cool. I will suggest one thing if we want to do it. I don't know if Theo would have thought of this. He could ask Blacktooth about the fact of if he knows about this other crew of sin eaters i was thinking about that i'm gonna save that for another time 
Okay. Near the end of the week, Theo, you get a text from Danny. Oh, boy. He texts you, I need you to come to this address. I have something I need to show you. Okay. Bring Lavender. Theo will do that. Okay. What does he say to Lavender? Lav, Danny needs us to go to an ad- this address. Is someone dead? Uh, who knows? Let's go. Danny, is someone dead? Lav texts him. No. Is everything okay? Is nobody hurt? Nobody's hurt. So everything isn't okay? <laughs> Everything's okay, too. <laughs> okay, you're scaring me. I assume by okay, you were asking if anyone was hurt. Oh my god. Nobody can be hurt, but everything cannot be okay. Lavender, just come. <laughs> it's nothing. It's it's okay. No one's hurt. Everything's fine. Just come to this address. Lav, Lav goes to the address. All right. Uh, you arrive. As you arrive, you see... Another car pull up and you see Gloria and Ben come out. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Danny just texted me and Ben to come over here, said he had something to show us. Uh, and then... Oh, because he just told us to come over. Uh, he does this all the time. Because <laughs> Theo, he did text Theo he needs to show him something. Yeah. Yeah, he texted us that too, but he, 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 uh, he does crap like this all the time. It's terrifying. You see, You're uh, to roll the punches. <laughs> You see Jose comes walking up. Yeah, hey, did uh, Danny text yep. you guys too? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and then and then Kunako and Diana come. Yeah, we got a carpool. Oh, God, it's the whole gang. Yeah, apparently. Sice hasn't told me anything. And you guys look at where the address is. And it's a shop named Gloss. Okay. And you guys enter this small store. And you see a certain green-haired person standing behind the desk with a little name tag. And even more makeup than usual. Holy fucking shit! Hi there, welcome to Gloss. How can I help you? Oh my god. You got a job? Oh, you got a job. That's so nice. Danny. Danny, my boy. My darling baby boy. Uh, Danny looks at Ben actually and goes, See, I told you they'd be impressed. Oh. Ben goes, yeah, I, you didn't undersell it. <laughs> My tiny child. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I'm surprised no one's like, Ben, you knew about this? <laughs> no, I mean, it's a makeup place. I'm not surprised Ben knew about this. Oh, okay. Uh, Danny goes, well, you can thank Ben. We got to talking while I was visiting uh, Gloria at Little Fish Players. And apparently it's been brought to my attention that the way I was currently making money might not be the most stable or best. And, you know, he suggested this place. <laughs> Theo, like, pinches the bridge of his nose when Danny was like, it's been brought to my attention. <laughs> Theo's just like, oh. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, I'm really happy that you learned that and that... You have something now, but it really hurts that you just learned that now. What do you mean? Oh, oh, Danny. Oh, my terrible son. Well, I'm very proud of you. I know how tough it is. I'm really happy you got this in a place that looks like you'll enjoy. Uh, and Gloria gives him a kiss. PDA. <laughs> Does Theo <laughs> say that? Theo has, look, Theo is a... True blue American. He has every right to be a hypocrite. Um, so yes. <laughs> so, so answer in short, yes. Yeah. That's his right as an American to be a hypocrite. Look, if everybody else is doing it. 
Uh, Danny goes, yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Got a problem with that? Maybe I do. Mm-hmm. Want to say call- it to my kiss, new... Kiss, 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 fight, fight, you're gonna, fight. You're going to call kiss, the manager kiss. and get me kicked out? I was going to say, you go say it to my now expensively done face. Oh, I know. My I new know. 30% discounted face. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> For fuck's sake, boys. Oh, shit! You guys have new Shimmer eyeshadow! Fuck yeah! It's Shimmer, but with three eyes. Oh, no. So it's like Shimmer. And the eyes are each dotted with an eye. E-Y-E. Christ. They absolutely have that. Ben goes, no, this place is great. This is where all my friends go. This is where I get all my drag makeup. It's very big on the scene. Is it queer-owned? Oh, please. Do you think I would shop here if it wasn't lavender? God, you are my soulmate. Queer owned, queer behind the desk, queer make queer everything. I'm so happy. Well, congratulations on your job. Uh, now I'm going to be spending $50. Of course. Love just piles up a bunch of makeup she's wanted for a long time. How incredible. Uh, he, he will help check you out. Uh, he gets to one. Job. He gets to one. He goes. Mm, I sure you want this one. I know one that just a slight shade different may work even better. Ooh. Let me show, show you. me. So you went with the deep purple, and I'm thinking lavender purple, maybe as far as periwinkle purple. But that's really your choice. Did you know that magenta doesn't actually exist? That's fun. That's a fun magenta part. isn't a color. Okay then. <laughs> it's just. Like, it is a color, but it's it's not in the wavelength of color. It's the closest combination of red wavelength and purple wavelength. I did not know that. So it doesn't really exist. I did not know that. Fun facts with Ruby. Yeah. And then, of course, this is our rainbow line. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, I guess he checks you guys out. Yeah. yeah, Theo just gets the usual. <laughs> Ring up the usual. Yeah, yeah. Put it on my tab. Please, Theo, I just can't start running a tab for you. Can't or won't? Well, I won't, because that's not how things work here, and I can't because I would, wouldn't would even know what to put into the machine. <laughs> All right, well done. And Kunako, I have this for you. And he hands her an envelope. She opens it and goes, what's... What's this? I am paying you back for all those free beers. Danny, this is like $40. <laughs> it's not nearly... You know what? I appreciate the gesture. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I think on that note, we can end the session. Very cool. A uh, bit more of a chiller, shorter one. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Met some new characters. Stuff like that. And yeah. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Hope Again, everyone enjoyed it. Uh, if you enjoyed us, uh, make sure to follow us. We are on Facebook and Twitter at D3ThePodcast. Uh, we now have a fan page uh, where you can discuss theories, ideas, new episodes, anything like that on there. And, then- and at some point, we are going to record Ruby's Cooking Corner. Mm-hmm. I'm just really sick, and I need a week. We will start putting those out as a Patreon exclusive. Uh, and make sure to check out Patreon. There's tons of bonus stuff. There's bonus stories, bonus art, bonus uh, world building, tons of extra content that's been building up. 
uh, all of which come out monthly or quarterly. Um, so, you know, if you have an extra couple bucks a month and you enjoy us, want to help support us, uh, patreon.com slash d3thepodcast is where you should go. That's all I have for this week. Any final words, you guys? Just, uh, as always, thank you very much for watching, and I hope you enjoy uh, this episode and more to come. Well, I was just deeply reflecting on how this episode went, and I think my favorite dog was 